0: brick and mortar reporter episode 128 hey before we start the show we're giving away something free you can get a free book listen find out how it's a real book and it's free hey there localists this is nick
1: unsworth of life on fire welcome you to the brick and mortar reporter podcast today's podcast is jam-packed with tips Strategies and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So, now let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview.
0: Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and I'm your host today. And you are not going to believe the guest I have for you today. Let me just tell you about this person. In 2008, he had a laptop, $450 laptop, not even a heavy-duty one, an Ivy League background in neuroscience, and he has an insatiable curiosity to understand why people buy. So he took out and left his lucrative career on Wall Street and then later in Shanghai, China, of all places, and launched a million-dollar online publishing business selling information, software, and it was using what's now become the ask formula that he taught in his book. Since then, Ryan has used the ask formula to help build multi million dollar businesses in 17 different industries, and he's generated over $100 million in sales in the process. So today, he and his team offer training, consulting, and implementation services for entrepreneurs and all businesses at all levels, and we are so thrilled to have coming to us live today from Austin, Texas, Ryan Levesque. Ryan, thank you so much for joining the show.
1: Christy, I am so thrilled to be here with you. Thank you.
0: Well, I have just told a very brief, you know, it's that that uh, midlife crisis that you had in 2008. That's all I got to. Uh. <laughs> and so I wanted to kind of get a little more of your background and kind of hear a little bit of the story of you before we talk about uh, where you are now with your business and your, your publishing and that sort of thing.
1: Absolutely. No, sure. So the, the quick story, the brief story is, um, so as a kid, I had no idea what I wanted to be when I grew up. Uh, I'm the first person in my family ever to go on to college. Um, I thought at one point that I was going to be a doctor, so I studied Mm -hmm. neuroscience, um, and at the same time, I was really interested in Chinese studies. Um, I was really interested in the effect on the brain that Chinese medicine has, traditional Chinese Mm -hmm. medicine, everything from acupuncture to herbal remedies and that sort of thing. I was really curious. I wanted to study that, and I quickly realized, Christy, that, uh, let's put it this way, I was smart. But I wasn't that smart. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't quite smart enough to do that. And I had a roommate in college who is now actually a neurologist at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, wow. Minnesota. So the most one of the most prestigious medical institutions. And sure. it was being side by side with this buddy that I realized: listen, there's smart, and then there's Charles. You know, there's Super. guys like him. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I realized it, I just didn't quite have the chops. Um, but I was really fascinated with the brain. Really fascinated with. Uh, how the brain works, and and uh, um, you know more of a practical application of the brain. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out how can I use that. So uh, after college, I worked on Wall Street for a while, and um, was really interested in investing. Uh, I I had invested when I was a kid. I actually took a
0: wow.
1: a, a, a five thousand dollar inheritance that I received when my when my grandparents passed away when I was ten years old, and my mom basically said, listen, you've got five thousand um, dollars, my sister and I, uh, you can do whatever you want with it. And wow. um, this was in the early 90s, and I was uh, late 80s, early 90s, and I was really starting to be fascinated with the stock market. So I decided to invest the $5,000 in about a dozen different stocks, and long story short, by the time I was 18, grew that money from $5,000 to $85,000, um, and that combined with uh, working three jobs as a, as a janitor. Uh, a, uh, I had a landscaping business with my buddy in high school, and I was a cashier yeah. at the local grocery store at the shop center. Wow. So I worked three jobs, invested in the stock market, and that's the only way that we um, were able to put me through college and, and basically you know, saved up in hard work. And so I got out of college, and I thought, what am I going to do? Worked on Wall Street because it was good money, um, but didn't really mm-hmm. love it. Um, I was really interested in Chinese. Um, you know, Like I said, I'd studied Chinese, so moved to China. Um, had a, a job for the in- with the insurance company AIG. Um, the, the multinational insurance company. I was leading right. an expansion project across China where I was opening up sales offices around the country. I had a team of 24 Chinese staff that reported to me. I, I speak Chinese. And, wow. um, and uh, I basically had this quarter-life crisis in my mid-20s um, <laughs> where I said, is this it? I was making good money, but um, it just wasn't fulfilling. And I thought, um, and it came to a head, Christy, when I wrote this this big Long twenty-page letters—the longest letter I've ever written to anybody in my entire life—and it was really—I wrote it. I addressed it to my mom, but it was really written Uh to myself. Ah. And the the letter was basically the gist was: Listen, I've got this fire inside of me, and it's Mm -hmm. almost extinguished. And I think anyone who has a brick-and-mortar business listening to this right now—if you've you know had that fire in your belly to do something Mm -hmm. more, right? right? That was me at that point. I said, I have this fire, but here's the thing: it's almost extinguished. And I said, wow. if I don't do something about this now, I think it's going to go out. And that's mm. it. And the golden handcuffs, Christy, can be yes. tough, right? They oh, can be tough gosh. to leave. So yes. I, I wrote this letter and I said, listen, I don't know exactly how this is going to work, but I do know this. I'm working on this money-making project um, in the background. I can't really tell you about it. It's not illegal. Don't worry. It's nothing like that. <laughs> Tyleen, <Yeah>. my <laughs> wife, you know, my wife, I was like, Tyline knows about it. Like, we're in it together. Um, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but I do know this. I do know that within six months, I'm probably going to be quitting my job. Uh, most people are probably going to think that I'm crazy, but you just have to trust mm-hmm. me. And, um, and so uh, this is in 2008. Six months oh, later, wow. I don't know if you remember in 2008, the world's financial crisis yeah. hit. Bear Stearns went out of business. Lehman Brothers wow. went out of business. And Christy, it all came to a head. When I walked into my office one day at AIG in Shanghai, I pick up the newspaper on my desk, the Wall Street Journal Asia edition, and the headline reads AIG to file for bankruptcy.
0: Wow. They
1: ultimately didn't file for bankruptcy, but that was the, that was the thing. That was the thing mm-hmm. where I said, I called up my wife that day, that morning, I said, honey, I think it's time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I turned in my resignation letter to my boss and uh, launched, uh, uh, you know, uh, left the job, launched my first business and uh, with a few ups and downs and a few failures along the way, which we can talk about, managed sure. to go from that uh, $450 laptop and... Two suitcases of stuff that I owned uh, after leaving the company to growing that into a a 1000000 dollar business and um, all the numbers that you had talked about in the last
0: wow gosh
1: eight years so
0: yeah, it's hard to believe I was going to say time flies, but you know it seems like that that crash of everything. Yep um in 2008 you know it seems like it was just yesterday but you have to realize i mean it's not long before we'll be a decade removed from that know. you know it's it's crazy when you think about it like that yeah. now that is unbelievable because i know of course being out in shanghai working for aig you were making some tremendous money and like you said it wasn't it wasn't lighting the fire it wasn't keeping that thing going in you that you knew you had to take action on yep. What kind of fear did you face whenever you made that transition? I mean, did, did the fact that AIG was kind of um, struggling make it less fearful for you?
1: Well, yes and no. I mean, listen, everybody said I was crazy. Everyone thought I was yeah. an idiot. But Chris, you have to understand, and I've and I've I've said I told other people this. The fall from grace for me was much higher. So you have to understand. So first person in my family ever go to college i'm the pride oh, of wow. the extended family right like mm-hmm. the whole hopes and dreams right. of my of my family put in me ryan is going to be the next great neuroscientist
0: oh yeah ivy
1: league he's going to be going off to great things and halfway through university i have a phone conversation with my mom i'm like yeah you know mom i don't think it's i have it in me um but i'm kind of interested in chinese and here's mm-hmm. the deal I'm going to go live in China for a summer and backpack across the country. How's that sound? And my mom, you know, uh, I grew up, you know, we didn't have any money growing up or anything like that. And my mom says, how are you going to make money doing that? Like, can you get a job doing that? That's like her only question. Not like, is that really what you want to do? But just like, how can you get a job? I'm like, mom, you got to trust me. I'm like, you know, you trust me, like China's taking off. Like, you know, there's going to be all these opportunities. I don't know exactly what it's going to be. And, and she was so, dis- they were just, my parents are so disappointed in me. Um, you know, why oh do we put God you through God. school to do this? So, so that happened. And then finally, redeem, you know, redemption, get a job for, yeah. uh, with Goldman Sachs, yeah. the, the, the gold standard on wall street. Oh, okay. I get it. So you're going to work on wall street. You're going to make all this money. That's cool. Like, you know, so proud of you. And then I leave that world and say, Hey ma, Um, I really still want to go to China. I'm going to work for this company, AIG, insurance company. Um, I think it's a really cool opportunity. And, well, okay, and then go there. And then I leave that job, and the phone conversation the last time, Christy, with with my folks is, um, so, yeah, I'm going to be leaving this job. I'm now making all this money, have all these benefits, you know, perks. I've got a a house servant, apartment paid for, the whole nine (laughs) yards. And I'm going to move in with – my wife and I at the time were living in two different countries because she was – um, pursuing a PhD program at Hong Kong University and I was in Shanghai. So I said, I'm gonna oh, move wow. back in with Tylene in her tiny little apartment. It was like a four hundred square foot apartment um, that she mm. got as a as a graduate student, so it wasn't fancy or anything. Move in with Tylene, I'm gonna take my laptop and get this ma I'm gonna sell ebooks online. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Whenever it, half the world hadn't even heard of an Ebola. Exactly.
1: At that point. <laughs> and so the, everyone, I, I tell you what? Everybody in my life, every friend, family member, everybody said, uh, "You're an idiot. You're crazy. Yeah. You've lost your mind." Um, but they all, they all, you know, uh, said, "You'll, you'll go back and get a job. You know, sure. yeah, you'll go through yeah. this thing and you'll get a job." The only person that believed in me was my wife and wow. uh we were in it together and you know we had some lean early days and a couple failures mm-hmm. along the way i know you've kind of heard some of those stories but um you know listen it's uh, anybody who's built a business and i know there are a lot of people on this call listening to this that mm-hmm. they might have a local business they've had ups and downs maybe they money's been tight maybe there've been sure. periods where you haven't paid yourself you've been paying your staff mm-hmm. paying rent paying everything except for yourself and you wonder mm-hmm. listen uh wouldn't it just be a hell of a lot easier just to go back and get a job?
0: Absolutely. And
1: you know what? There are times like that. Um, I always, the way I describe it, it's like walking through the hot coals. Uh, you got to walk through yeah. the hot coals to get to that cool, soft sand on the other side. <laughs> and we all have periods like that. And so I went through it. We had the lean times as well. Um, but, uh, you know, as you know, the rewards when you walk through the hot coals and get, on the, get to the other side are unlike anything else. And, Absolutely. Uh, and it makes it, it
0: all work. It. I was, was going to say, it's not easy to look in the face of people that, that consistently say, you're crazy. I can't believe you're doing this. You're throwing your life away. You know, if you get that feedback, and boy, those doubts start going, don't they? And here's, and they here's just, the thing, though,
1: Christy, <gasps> right? Who are the people that doubt you? It ain't the people that have been there, it's the people no, that never no, even it's tried. It's are too scared, too scared too to Too scared, exactly. Yes. Most people, <laughs> nine out of ten people, too scared. Absolutely. That's what it is. They're afraid. They don't, they, they're afraid themselves. And, and a lot of these people, even though they love you, it's, they are almost disappointed in themselves for not having the courage to take the leap. So they don't want to see you take the leap, leap and succeed. It happens at the psychological un, un, unconscious level. So if you want to look to people, if you want advice… Take it, take advice from someone who's done it. Right?
0: Yes, no, that is a, that is a huge tip because you're exactly right. Anytime anytime you break out of the norm and you know what society expects you to go to college and graduate and get a good job and work in there for 40 years and then you retire. Well, that that's not today's marketplace no. anymore. No. And so understand that their paradigm is from having done that, and that's what they think the only way to be successful Absolutely. is. Well, now Ryan, I know over the last eight years you have been. Cultivating um, your business and your your brand and the the knowledge that you have and the even the copywriting skills and all those things that you have just really honed in that time because I, mean, I know you didn't walk out of your job at AIG and you know suddenly have all those skills right at your tips and, and especially in the online world as well, but. I know that you have some insights into buying habits and uh, marketing and that sort of thing that could help local businesses. So can you kind of give us some things that a local business – local businesses, we all struggle with marketing, knowing where to put our advertising dollars to actually get some kind of return that we can actually even track. And then we also struggle – with this online presence and trying to figure out uh, you know, who's on our website, how often do they visit our website, and then how frequently do they come to our store, and are we even getting any traction from our website if we have one? So can you kind of give us some, a little bit of direction there based on what you know? Yeah,
1: no, absolutely. You know, so what's interesting is as a local business owner, you're actually at a unique advantage over many businesses that are online only. So and I'll
0: and I'll, it. <laughs> I'll explain what I mean by that. Okay? Sure.
1: So um, and this is going to we're going to start kind of like with a big picture idea. and then sure. We're going to take that big picture idea and we're going to break it down into some very specific tactical things. People can if they're listening to this right now. You know, take a few notes and you'll be able to actually sure. implement this uh, later today, immediately after you hop off the
0: awesome the call. So, the awesome. Big,
1: big picture idea is this. Well, if. As an awful, as a, as a brick-and-mortar business, let's pretend you are, you're a retail store or something like that, right? Someone walks mm-hmm. into your store and says, uh, "Let's pretend you sell uh, home decor." And someone steps into your store and says, um, "Hi, I'm looking for I, I, I'm looking to buy a mirror. I'm looking for a mm-hmm. mirror." What you don't do and this is just very natural, right? what you don't do is the, immediately say, "You know what? I know exactly the mirror for you. Let me take you right back to the back corner of the store. I'm going to get, grab the mirror for you. I'm going to put it in your hands, and we're going to go and check out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's right. not what
1: you do, right? Right. What do you now, do? Um, you say, okay, ask questions. tell me a little bit more about um, – uh, so you say a mirror now. Um, what, what kind of mirror are we talking about here? Is this for like a, a, a powder room? Is it for a bathroom? Is it for you know, a, a living room, something decorative? Tell me a little bit more about what you're kind of looking for. Do you have any photos you might be able to show me? And it starts mm-hmm. with that conversation, right? Sure. It starts with asking questions. Now, here's why as a local business owner, you have an advantage. Online businesses, right? How many times has this happened to you? You go to a website and you land on a landing page, the first page that you land on on someone's website. And they've got something like, uh, discover everything you need to know about this. and Your name and email. And here's why this is the best report, best DVD, best thing in the world. And they're trying to jam that solution down your throat before they've even taken a moment to even assess whether or not that thing is a fit for you.
0: Mm, I see. See,
1: When I started one of our businesses, we have a, um, a business among several in the memory improvement market and it's called Rocket okay. memory. So we, we sell uh-huh. a series of courses that teach people how to improve their memory. So we have a lot of students, grad students, um, uh, people who are entering the ministry, um mm. memorize biblical scripture, people who are sure. actors looking to memorize their lines, who need help uh. memorizing a lot of information. So they come to us, and we have a series of courses that teach techniques on how to consolidate and, and remember more. Now, when we first entered this business, uh, entered this market online, we struggled because all the traffic, talk about traffic now, all the traffic was centered around keywords like improve memory, how to improve memory, memory improvement, Mm -hmm. things of that nature. But the problem, Christy, is this. Someone searching on that keyword online, improve memory, can represent anybody from an 18-year-old college kid looking for help studying for a test, all Mm -hmm. the way through a 65-year-old man who maybe forgot his keys and is starting to get a little bit concerned about mental decline,
0: Ah. and everything in
1: between. They're all searching on the same keywords Sure. But how do you market to them if you don't know who they are? The keyword itself Mm -hmm. isn't enough information. So
0: Ah. I struggled
1: online, and I figured out – I thought to myself, well, how would I approach this if I were in person? Let's pretend this is a brick-and-mortar business. We had a little store, and we sold memory improvement courses and things of that nature uh, in a local uh, storefront. If someone walked in the door, what would I do? I'd ask them questions. Now, most people online they don't have that experience of interacting with customers face to face. As a local business owner, you have that advantage. Okay, so that's the big idea. Question is, how do you apply this online? The answer Mm -hmm. is this: Someone lands on your website instead of trying to tell them why you know we've been in business since 1935, we're a (laughs) family-owned business, and we are the best in the world at what we do. Uh huh. Instead ask them a series of questions. Hi, we've been helping people uh, with uh, find home decor for their home for the last 35 years. What we've learned is that when it comes to decorating a home, there's no one-size-fits-all solution.
0: Mm -hmm. People have
1: different needs, wants, different budgets. So if you take a moment to tell us a little bit more about where you are right now, what your situation is, where you're coming from, we'll be able to use that information to point you in the right direction. In fact, you can do it right Uh now from the comfort of your own, simply by answering a few simple questions that you see on this page right here.
0: Uh What I've
1: described right there is essentially a key component of the Ask formula, the formula Mm. that I talk about and reveal in the book. This is the formula that we've used to enter, it's now actually 23 different industries successfully
0: generating well over
1: $100 million in sales. Selling everything from uh, 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 fitness equipment, fitness information, weight loss supplements, uh, dog training information, uh, golf training, tennis training, um, high-end water ionizers, uh, water oh, wow. that you put in your home. We sell local mm-hmm. dental services, so we sell orthodontics using this um, this methodology. Uh, we sell wow. satellite TV. So when you get satellite TV for your home, um, the list mm-hmm. goes on and on and on. Now, the power behind this is it's so unexpected, right? It's like online when you're searching for something, trying to buy something online. How many times have you arrived on a website where everybody else is screaming, standing on their tippy-toes saying, hey, look, we're the best, we're the best, we're the best, and you've got that one website that says, time out a second. To be honest, I don't know if this is a good fit or not, but I do know this. If you give me a chance to ask you a few questions, I'll be able to point you in the right direction. Whether or not it's working with me or someone else, at least I'll be able to help you out. Nobody does it.
0: No, no. Everyone's trying to get you in their shopping cart, right. you know, get, go right to the cart.
1: Right, and so when you – when you imagine, just imagine for a moment arriving on a website like that after – Having gone through site after site after site, not mm. finding what you're looking for, someone else trying to, again, jam their solution down your throat, trying to convince you that it's the best, before they even know, uh, uh, you know anything for? about you. Yeah. You arrive to a site like that, and all of a sudden, your reaction is, wow, this is really refreshing. I really appreciate how they're treating me with respect by asking me a few simple questions. Let me take a chance on this. Let me answer a few questions, and let's see what happens. And when you do a good job with this, it is one of the reason why I'm so excited about this and the reason why I'm so excited about this book is it's one of these rare things that both benefits everyone on this call, all of us as merchants, because sure. we make more money because we have happier customers, but at the same time, it benefits consumers as well because they don't get to a website and have to leave because they didn't find what they're looking for.
0: Instead, yeah.
1: they get put in touch with a solution that's a good fit for them so it truly is a situation that benefits both parties and it's so rare for something to do that so um, it's one of these things that when you begin thinking about implementing this in your business you can feel really good about it because you know that it's not manipulative it's not some Mm -hmm. scam it's just the reason why it works is because it's just the right thing to do
0: yeah, and having that relational component is, I think, so. I mean, because it, it is the normal way we would talk to people. You know, it's not like someone would say, I need to buy a car. We'd be like, oh, I've got this for you. Don't you want that? Don't you want it? Don't you want it? Get it exactly. now. You know, you, you, you don't even know where to begin until exactly. so you start asking those questions. And that's why I say, so, as a
1: local business owner, you have an advantage because in most websites online that are just online only businesses, They have very little interaction like this with their Mm -hmm. customers, so you've got a head start. You know what those questions should be on your website because the questions should be the same questions you would ask if someone walked into your store and you stepped from around the counter and said, how can I help you?
0: Sure. Well, and you know the thing is local businesses are – repositories for so much expertise. You know what I mean because you've got local business owners that are passionate about whatever their niche is and whatever their their brand is and to be able I mean, there's no one online that can champion that as well as a local business owner could speaking right from their passion, yeah. you know, so I love that it does give the ability of a local business owner to get an advantage over something that's just strictly online and you can never talk to it, see it, touch it or feel it, you know, so that's that's an awesome thing. Now, so whenever someone goes to implement um this type of strategy on their website. Is it the type thing, do you recommend where um, at, at a certain point after you get answers to the questions that you are looking for uh, or you get the pers- prospect to actually tell you what they're looking for, um, is that whenever you bring in human intervention or can some of that still be accomplished online? Yeah,
1: Now that's going to depend on what type of transaction you are mm-hmm. okay. um, you're making. So for example, um, let's Say you are a um, – let's go, let's go run with the example that we're, we're playing with, okay? So you sure. have a home decor, local business, um, mm-hmm. a retail store, and you sell a whole number of different things, right? And let's say maybe um, you have a specific page on your website um, for mirrors. So you might advertise on a keyword like decorative mirrors, avail- you know, decorative mirrors, Key West, mm-hmm. right? So someone – you've got a local retail store, Key West, Sure. Um, um, and someone goes online and types in uh, decorative mirrors, Key West. So they go to a page on your website. Now, instead of sending them to just your homepage with, you know, a million different things yeah, that different they can options. click on, right? One of which might be mirrors, right? Maybe you've got a page for lamps, a page for mirrors, mm-hmm. a page for end tables, a page for decorative prints, a page for this, that, the other thing. Before you know sure. it, they get there, their head is spinning. Instead, yes. the first thing that you would consider doing is sending to a page that's specifically about mirrors. And mm. instead of just sending to a page that's, here are all of our mirrors, Blah. Uh, yeah. which is almost just as bad, you would <laughs> yeah, send them exactly. to a uh, a page that sort of asks questions that I described. You can do this one of two ways. So you could do this as, um, and both um, work well. So you can mm-hmm. do this as a, and I'll answer your direct question about do you carry through the transaction online or do you eventually put someone in touch with a, um, a salesperson. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you might have, a, there are two main options. One is a text-only sales page or pay, a landing okay. page that's so only text and images. Um, and the other option is a video. And the video, what's great if you are a local business owner is that you can shoot a video. It doesn't have to be fancy. It can literally be on your iPhone. Um, mm-hmm. You can get a, a simple lavalier mic, which is one of those little mics that you clip on your, um, your shirt, plug it into sure. your iPhone. You can hold the iPhone yourself, plug the, the microphone uh, onto you know, your blouse or to your shirt and um, record just a quick little five-minute video. And you might say, you know, for example, hi, my name is Christy and I've been running the Key West Mirror Store for the last 25 years. And basically what we just described, it's a video of your smiling face in your store, mm-hmm. almost like they're experiencing what it's like to be in store with you without wow. having to leave the convenience of their own home. Sure, and you would yeah. say exactly what I just described. Listen, we've got so many different mirrors, and usually people come in, and um, you know, sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming. But what I've found is that simply by asking a few simple questions about kind of what, what you're looking for, um, what your budget is, um, what your style is, I can at mm-hmm. least point you to the kind of a few options that I think might be a good fit and so all you need to do is this right below this video you'll see a few simple questions asking about the things I just mentioned answer those questions they are easy multiple choice and then when you're finished click the submit button and based on your answers I'll point you in one of several different directions for what I think is a good fit for you now Mm -hmm. the way you implement that we can talk about the technology technology not that difficult but it's right. just a few simple multiple-choice questions. They click a button at the end. Now, after they click the button, you can ask for their name and email if you want to capture their lead mm-hmm. information and, and potentially um, send emails to them later on and market to them. Or you send them directly to one of several pages. And in the mirror example, this could be, could do, you could do a couple of different things. Maybe you have different collections right? You've Mm -hmm. got a very contemporary collection for someone that might – and maybe you have two contemporary collections. One is sort of high-end at a higher budget. Another Ah. one is lower budget and sort of uh, that contemporary style. And then maybe you have a traditional line as well. So you might – depending on how someone answers those questions about their budget, their style preferences, you point them after they click on that button the pen, it, there's a, a calculation that goes on in the background. And again, you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about the technology. Technology is the easiest piece. You just have to figure out what questions that you want to ask. It'll point people to one of these pages. And all of a sudden, you've really narrowed the field for them.
0: Honed in. Yeah. yeah. And
1: then from there, it really just depends. If your store is one that sells the mirrors online, well, then you might just make it uh, uh, an online transaction. If mm-hmm. you uh, only sell in person, then you say, here's what we've got. Um, in fact, if you'd like, we can schedule an appointment to come into our showroom, oh, yeah. and I'll, I'll be happy to personally uh, work with you to find something that's a good fit. And all you need to do is just uh, call me at my direct number, which is right here. And your call to action at that point would be to pick up the phone and call your store to schedule. But see, at this point, it's so different, right? Because all the other stores out yeah. there, like I feel like – I mean we're just going through this fictitious example. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know you. I've seen you on camera. You've made me feel comfortable. I know you're not pushy. I know when we get into the store what to expect. I know you're not going to come in and try to put a hard sell on me. I kind of have a sense for what you've got. I've seen the inventory. See how this works?
0: You know, Ryan, there's two things about the example. Well, there's more than two things about the example that I really, really love, but I can completely relate to doing that Search, you know that Google search for decorative mirrors or whatever it is, and taking the you know one or the two top choices from Google and it d- dumping me right into the home page. That from there I'm lost searching. And when that happens, I hit the back button and I go select a different choice. Right. I, I'm I'm definitely guilty of that. But the other part, I love how you are, are helping uh, point. Local business owners to the value of video, and the value of being uh, you know your best advocate or your best asset for your your outlet is your face and you talking about the business that you've built and that you love and trying to guide people. Through this process, because I think that's a very underutilized part. Um, Local business owners sometimes are a little bit more comfortable behind the scenes, not as the face of their brand or that sort of thing. But, you know, the thing is, it can be done with employees. It can be done. You know, there's plenty of other people that if you weren't comfortable being on camera, that you could still get that face to face personal touch with exactly what you're trying to do. And I love that those are two components that uh, miss the mark so many times with even people that specialize in online Absolutely. transactions. The, you know, I mean, this is not just local business issues. This is uh, definitely issues with all the online. And
1: the best part options. is you don't even have to get on camera if you don't want. I mean, true, you can use, because true. we call it in the industry, we call it B-roll footage. You can have yes. someone just videotaping your store your storefront mm-hmm. it could be um you don't even have to uh it could be still images photographs mm-hmm. that you're running in the background mm-hmm. with just your voice or it can be a professional voiceover artist sure. to do this. and these things aren't that expensive you can put them together and then at the end of the at the end of the day what i what i recommend is don't let the specifics of what we're talking about hang you up in other mm. words choose the path of least resistance right? Okay. If if you have anxiety over getting on camera, don't do that. <laughs> right, don't have, right, there are no right. rules. There are no rules That is in. True. You, your You're exactly you to make right. the rules. You know, I'm not really great on camera. I'll admit that. I'm really great <laughs> in audio. So I do a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of interviews, but occasionally people will want to do a face-to-face video interview and, um, I like to walk and talk. So right now I've got a wireless headset on, I like to walk, I give my, do my best thinking. If I have to go on camera, I can't do that. i got to stand yeah. still, i got to make sure my shoulders aren't crooked, so I look like a <laughs> Frankenstein creature. I mean, my hair's got to be all set. And so you know, I, it distracts me. I don't like doing it, so I don't do a whole lot of it. Um, yeah. You can really choose what works um, for you, which is the best part. Now I'll say one last thing about this, and, and we can move on, and that's most people forget that the absolute best way to sell is face-to-face, one-on-one.
0: Because
1: you can read someone's body language, you can Hmm. tailor your conversation to their exact situation, you can adjust pricing on the fly, you can negotiate special deals exactly to fit the parameters that they're looking for. When you're mm-hmm. online and you're doing it in scale, you can't do that. Now, the benefit of online right. is that it multiplies your ability to sell, right?
0: Sure. You're doing one-on-one. Yes. You
1: can only work you know, one-on-one by nature one, one at a time. time. So, the, so, the, so what happens is people forget that um, they, they try to eliminate as much of that one-on-one experience as possible. What we're describing mm-hmm. here using that ask formula is a way to approximate that in-person one-on-one experience as best as you can, but but here's the kicker, but do it in scale, so you can literally oh, okay. have hundreds oh, or okay. thousands of people a day who are going through this question path that you've put them through, while you are you know running your business, and so wow. it's uh, you know we have some markets. I know this this number is going to scare people, but I I'll, I'll I'll say it. We have markets where we generate. Upwards of 10,000 leads and thousands of customers per day
0: wow. using
1: this exact formula. And the wow. reason why is because it just makes sense, right? It just, I mean, you think about it, you just ask yourself. You're sitting down with someone. Does it does this make sense? You're just trying to replicate that experience online. Now, I know a lot of this stuff. We're talking about it. You're like, you might be listening to it and say, "Yeah, I, I kind of get it, but it would be helpful mm-hmm. to see an example, maybe, about what this looks like." And so mm-hmm. I know we're going to talk about it. It's something that we cover in detail in the book. And I know we have um, a really special um, thing that you were generously um, offered to yeah. do for your for your audience, which I think is really, really cool. Um, so there will be a way to actually see some examples and see exactly sure. how this works, which I think is cool. Um, but I just wanted to to kind of mention that because I, I get this stuff is sometimes hard to visualize unless you've seen mm-hmm. it, and we have a way for you to do that.
0: Perfect. And, yeah, and it's one of those things where sometimes it's hard for us to think something like that could work in In really any type of business, but it, it does. And that's the thing. You might have to adapt a few things. You might have to change a few things, but it's not something that just works for every other type of business except yours because it's that whole. I don't know if you've seen those commercials on TVs and I can't, I can't even tell you what bank it's for, but there's this whole bank human again commercial series and you know, where, you know, and and it just shows some of the ridiculous. Hoops that we jump through, you know, to bank with these banks that are not human, but it's doing that. It's it's shopping human. It's putting that human touch on every potential online interaction, and I love that. So Ryan, the book you mentioned, the book you have um, is called it's called Ask, right? Ask did you call it Ask Formula?
1: The book is called Ask, so A A S K. Just a nice and big white book with a bold. A red title, Ask. There's a big long subtitle behind it to explain what that means.
0: Um, yeah, and when you when you you promote it, you definitely have to be very pedantic in saying your K and everything. <laughs> <on that>. Words <laughs> to pronounce
1: it, yeah. Ask. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. So, but um, we are so excited because um, we have the opportunity to give our listeners um, free copies of your book that they can then, like you said, go in and read it, figure out how to do it. Can you tell them what they're? I mean, besides the free offer for the book, can you? kind of give us a highlight of what what all they'll learn from the book that would be valuable to them yeah no
1: absolutely so it's basically uh the book is divided into two parts the first third of the book is how this formula came about how i discovered it how i uncovered it the first few failures i had online things that i tried that didn't work and how Mm -hmm. we finally hit pay dirt with this formula and then you'll hear the story of how I replicated success in market after market using this that led me to believe that we were really on to something quite special um, and something that nobody had talked about before. Um, you'll hear why I made the really difficult decision to – you have to understand, Christy, this is my secret family recipe, right? This, is, this is Colonel Sanders uh-huh. coming out and saying, this is how we do it. And, this is the, to um, the kingdom right yeah, here. Yeah, this is it. And, and I'll, I'll tell you um, – i we've made a lot of i've made a lot of money using this formula and um i i two and a half years ago um i had uh, a, a near death experience where okay. i um I, I started losing a lot of it was after um our son was born i started losing a lot of weight i started getting tired all the time we didn't know what was going going on and you'll hear about this story in the book but um i applied for life insurance and um after our son was born and was denied. And uh, I was just, just turned 30, and mm. um, I was otherwise healthy. I was always healthy growing up, never had any health problems or anything like that. I'm a, um, in shape. Like if you saw me, you would say, oh, he's a, this is a healthy man. He's mm-hmm. mus- muscular, in shape. You'd never think that I had something wrong with me. Uh, but I was losing all this weight, and my weight now is about 165, 170 pounds. I had dropped down to 134 pounds.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: um, we didn't know what was going on. And um, I thought I was just overworked and, and tired all the time. Well, it turns out, apply for life insurance, get denied, um, call up the life insurance agent. I said, hey, I think there must be some mistake. And um, he said, no, there's no mistake. In fact, I have your lab results in front of you. And um, I'm not a doctor, but you, you need to go see one right now because your uh, lab result, your lab numbers are off the charts. So I went to go see the doctor. Oh, wow. And corroborated the lab results, and it turned out I was in a state for months, um, which is known as DKA, which is diabetic ketoacidosis. Essentially, oh. my internal organs were shutting down.
0: Uh, wow. My
1: kidneys were failing. My liver was failing. My pancreas doesn't work anymore. Uh, lost mm. My pancreas. Um, wow. I had blood in my urine, and basically, the doctor grabbed me by the shoulders and said, "You should be in a coma right now." Um, oh, you need man. to go to the doc, the emergency room now, and you're not driving. So I spent, uh, went to the ER, um, saved my life, uh, and uh, spent a little over a week in the ICU, um, just recovering Jeez. next to basically dialysis patients and, and cancer patients. And I had a lot of time to reflect. Mm-hmm. And sort of one of the biggest things I reflected on was um, obviously family and everything like that. But it was like sort of legacy. You know, if, mm-hmm. if I'm not here tomorrow, what what positive contribution can i make to the world and and um i said this has to get out like this formula is is too powerful it's too important to just keep close to the vest and have uh, a small number of businesses making millions off of it mm-hmm. the world needs to know this because i truly think it's one wow. of these things that can change the way that business is conducted online sure. And it's one of these things that can not only make merchants tremendous more more money, tremendously more money, but also benefits consumers, like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, I made the decision to just tell all, to reveal it put all, put it all out and there, put it all out there, and it's in this book. And that's that's what you get in the book is you get the exact Amazing. step by step exactly how we've been doing this in market after market, um, and um, nothing is held back. So that's wow. what you're going to get. You're going to get the story of how how it happened, as well as a little bit more story than I gave you today about what led me to the decision to put this all out there and the majority of the book is the step-by-step recipe so how wow. to do this from A to Z, how to implement this it starts with uh, I, it is a process I call it pre- prepare which is a preparation process to um, put this together, persuade and this is all about persuading people to take that, answer those questions on your website and it's all about mm-hmm. positioning them a certain way um, you can't just put the, the questions out there and expect people to answer them because they're not. You have to right. position it the right way. The next step is segment. I teach you how to segment your audience into different groups and speak to those ah. different groups differently. Then I talk, teach you how to prescribe. This is all about prescribing that custom solution based mm-hmm. on how they answer those questions. The next step is to profit from that prescription, and I show you how to – profit by not only selling the initial thing that you are intending to sell, but also um, upselling and cross-selling other items as well and doing this all um, online. And mm-hmm. um, the last step is pivot. And the pivot step wow. is essentially um, not everybody is going to buy what it is that you put in front of them, and that's where ah. most people give up. The mm-hmm. key is pivoting until you find that thing,
0: the process
1: ah. for that is pivoting to until you find the next thing. Something else that is a better fit for what they want, and um, there are a lot of examples there are live up to the minute examples of what 's going on, um, and you get access to everything and, and What I thought wow. would be cool for your audience is um, maybe we, um, we we set aside uh, let 's call it twenty five books okay. like physical books um, and i'll just i 'll ship people a copy these um, otherwise Perfect. you know books that you can get at the at Barnes and Noble, the airport, um, uh, you know, the airport bookstore, business bookstores. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of having to pay, you know, twenty
0: four ninety five, sure. We'll
1: set, we have a special coupon, and I'll ship sure. you the physical book, and I'll even pay for the shipping. Um Even, wow. even if you're in, even if you're in Key West, Florida.
0: That's right. <laughs> even all the way, we'll send a little sunshine back to you. So. Um, You guys, this is a a huge thing. This is a great offer. So Ryan's offering to the first 25 people that take advantage of it. You simply go to, and I'll put this in our show notes. We're going to go to askformula.com forward slash brick. And for the brick and mortar reporter. And then the coupon code we're going to use is brick2015. And once you do that, he will actually send you the physical copy of a book. You don't have to worry about any downloads or any technical things. He's going to give you a physical copy of the book. Ask and you can have Access to all the things that he's been talking about. So it's a very, very generous offer, and I thank you so much uh, for doing this, Ryan. This is an incredibly generous, and we cannot wait to put your techniques to use in so many local businesses throughout the country.
1: Listen, Christy, it's just just a little way to say thank you for you know you've been really supportive and and kind of helping us spread this mission and and you know I have a certain number of business owners that I want to affect in a positive way and I. And I know the fastest way to do this is to get this book in as many business owners' hands as possible um, and um, you know I just just a little way to say thanks for for help helping us spread that so it's uh, it's really Perfect. really my pleasure
0: I appreciate it so much, Ryan. I cannot thank you for giving us the kind of the Behind the Kimono look at uh, what's going on with the book today and then your your tips for local businesses and also the generous offer for the uh, free book for the first 25 people that will uh, go ahead and take advantage of that. So uh, you've been a fantastic guest, and I can't thank you enough for the time you've taken out of your busy schedule to come on and share with us today on the podcast.
1: Christy, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, we should do it again sometime soon.
0: Wow, what an incredible interview. So let me go back and highlight the link that you need to click to go get Ryan's book. Now, this book normally sells for $25. You'll be able to find it all over the place after March 1st because that's the date. So you're able to right now get it in pre-release. He will send you a physical hard copy of the book. It's not a digital download or anything like that. He's going to mail it to your address absolutely free of charge. No shipping, no handling. Simply go to wwwaskformulacom www.askformula, A-S-K-F-O-R-M-U-L-A dot com forward slash brick. Once you get there, it will put your book in the shopping cart for you. There is a place for a coupon code. Simply put in B-R-I-C-K, brick. 2015 and you will have everything you need to get it to a zero balance in your shopping cart. Continue and tell him what address to ship it to and you will be getting Ryan's book delivered to you in the mail today. We're so excited to have this opportunity to get his book in your hands at no cost to you. So let's take advantage of it and go get all the free books Ryan is offering for us. You guys have a fantastic day.
1: All right. Thank you for listening to the brick and mortar reporter podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the brick and mortar reporter podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local.